From finance and commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. Above all, it's a show about what's next, creativity, and the innovation and technology that are changing how we work and shaping the future of business throughout our state. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers who may challenge the status quo, but also make their dreams a reality. I'm Joel Shetler, your host and editor of Finance and Commerce, Minnesota's oldest business newspaper and online publication. Thanks so much for joining me. I would also like to thank our podcast sponsor, Guarantee Commercial Title. Guarantee offers a new platform for the delivery of services based on the expertise and ingenuity of a visionary team of title professionals that identifies obstacles and creates solutions that result in a successful sale, construction, or financing of commercial real estate. To learn more, visit GuaranteeTitle.net. Last week, the Expanding Black Business Credit, or EBBC, announced the launch of its Black Vision Fund with the goal of reducing the nation's racial wealth gap. The Black Vision Fund will direct long-term funds to seven Black-led and focused Community Development Financial Institutions, or CDFIs, including Minneapolis-based Metropolitan Economic Development Association. The fund's other CDFI partners include Community First Fund, City First Bank, Hope Credit Union, Texas Mezzanine Fund, and National Community Investment Fund. These institutions will then make loans to Black-owned businesses, which are then able to invest in new jobs and revenue opportunities. Ultimately, this will bring more wealth to their families and communities. Inez Long is President and CEO of the Florida-based Black Business Investment Fund, one of the fund's CDFI partners, as well as a board member of the EBBC. She discussed the Black Vision Fund and its goal of raising a minimum of $100 million for community reinvestment with reporter Kelly Bush. Quote, We believe that if you can grow the gross national product through these businesses' work, says Long, then of course everyone benefits within our country. Today I'm joined by Inez Long. She's a member of the board of the Expanding Black Business Credit Initiative, or EBBC, And she's also the president and CEO of the Black Business Investment Fund, which is based in Florida. So we're going to be discussing a new fund that the EBBC launched today, August 31st. But first, I wanted to get an overview of who the EBBC is, as well as maybe a little bit of the Black Business Investment Fund. Um, So can you tell me about those two organizations and what they work toward? Absolutely. Um, Thank you, Kelly. It's very nice to be speaking with you today. The Expanding Black Business Credit Initiative is an initiative that was started several years ago. And the purpose of that was to bring together CDFIs that were led by people of color that were doing very aggressive and unique things to bring capital to black businesses um, in low income communities throughout the country. And so um, we came together as a group for the sole purpose of garnering additional capital that we could leverage through our partnerships and the work that we were doing to invest back into the communities. There are seven uh, CDFIs that are members of the Expanding Black Business Credit Group. Great, great. And so, you know, the reason we're chatting today is learn about the initiative's new Black Vision Fund. So can you please tell me about the new fund, which like I said, launched today? 
Oh, absolutely. The Black Business, the Black Vision Fund uh, is a dream of the Expanding Black Business Credit Group to uh, have a vehicle that investors, friends, partners could invest grant funds and debt uh, capital into. And those dollars would therefore be invested into um, the CDFIs that had uh, will and a desire to uh, invest those dollars black, back into uh, the black business community. So it is a vehicle that we are utilizing to garner capital that we reinvest back into the community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great, that's great. So how is this gonna work? So you have your, is it seven CDFIs that you're working with? That is correct. Yeah, How? what does the funding mechanisms look like for getting funds to those CDFIs and how will they distribute them? Um, The funding mechanism uh, is through grants. I'm sorry, it's through contracts. So whether it's a grant or whether it's debt, um, there is a contract that that goes between the CDFI and the Black Vision Fund. Uh, And there are measurable um, deliverables that are attached within that contract that the monies will be used to impact um, this number of businesses and this many ways, this many jobs will be created and that sort of thing. And so that is how the funds are redistributed into the CDFIs through the Black Vision Fund. Great. And so one of those CDFIs is based in Minneapolis, correct? Yes, that is correct. And so it becomes long-term capital. And so a lot of our clients need longer term capital, lower cost capital in order for us to really be able to get to garner great impact with those minority business owners. And so that's the kind of capital the Black Vision Fund attracts for its members, such as the one located in, uh, in, in your state. Okay. Okay. Tell me more about why these businesses need, you know, long range capital, you know, what type of impact do you anticipate that having? Well, we all uh, recognize that there is a fundamental um, gap, racial gap in wealth in this country that is generational. And it occurred long before any of us were born. Um, Policies have been made to, um, to exaggerate that. And so, Um, uh, As professionals working in the financial arena, what we're trying to do is through our work is we're trying to bring capital to those underserved communities because you don't get um, equity um, any other way. So for those people that are more um, entrepreneurial in spirit that want to create businesses and those businesses are able to generate jobs, which mean they're employing more people, which also mean they're, they're creating revenue and equity, uh, and they're, they're making their own families wealthier. They're making their employees wealthier. So um, uh, business development in America is one way to bring wealth into communities. And so that is what we all do as professionals and the work that we do. And that is why the Black Vision Fund is so important because it allows for us to attract um, more capital together than what we can attract individually. 
and we bring it to bear throughout this country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I mean, there's a number of data points that show Black-owned businesses are less likely to secure bank financing and more likely to be turned down for a loan. So that's really interesting you bring that up. So I'm curious, you know, how you've kind of touched on this already, but how will, and you know, the investment that these CDFIs make, how will they reduce those disparities that we see? So I'm going to give you an example of a Black female business that we did. Um, We helped, she was um, hair stylist. So we helped her to get her own shop. And in her own shop, she was able to help five other women, um, salon women, get their own booths that they generated revenue from. And she did that very successfully. Then she was able to get a second shop. shop. And with the second shop, then she she was able to help more women own companies do a similar thing. And then from there, she was able to create a school. And in that school, then she was able to help young women uh, that wanted to get into the hair business. So you can see the rippling effect of her work as an entrepreneur and the change that she has brought about for all of the people that she helps. So that is the sort of work that we do. And so the businesses that we tend to loan monies to tend to be black businesses that banks are not loaning monies to because they don't underwrite for a bank's portfolio, but they will underwrite for our portfolio. We're taking uh, an extra risk, for, for lack of a better word, but we're also providing a lot of technical assistance support to those business owners to let them understand how best to manage their companies and how best to scale up their businesses. And that's the economic impact that we're able to bring to communities throughout this country by the investments that we do. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So you mentioned those extra services. Can you give me a brief overview of what those are and how those make an impact? I'm sorry, extra services like financial, tech, um, uh, financial technical assistance. For instance, we do more than you know just a workshop So let's say when we first meet a business owner, we will do an initial assessment of that business owner and his or her business to determine what is like a SWAT, strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, bringing that to their attention and then helping them to understand what are the gaps and how the gaps can be filled. So we will work for an entire year with that business owner, helping them to to correct those issues that are in their business. We'll do that for the first 12 months. And then in the second year, we're helping them to understand how to scale their businesses up so that they can generate additional revenues. And we're utilizing our relationships with um, governments and other private companies that may offer procurement opportunities for minority and women companies to be able to successfully generate additional revenues, contracts. We do all of those sorts of things all together for the business owner. Okay, okay. And so will the Black Black Vision Fund utilize those same services as well? Oh, absolutely. Every member of the Black Vision Fund, every CDFI does that. 
Mm-hmm. So they are, they are CDFIs that have already been working above the fray in mm-hmm. doing this sort of work. That is why they were chosen to be members of the fund. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so okay. this is just to support and advance their work. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. Um, so we've chatted about this again, you know, the impact that this can have on the broader community, but I wanted to dive in a little further. So you know, it looks like, and I saw this in the news release that, you know, by financing black businesses, this is going to increase the net worth of families, create jobs and a whole lot more. So can you kind of tell me about the fund's goal in that regard? Oh, absolutely. Um, our goal is to raise a minimum of a hundred million dollars that we can reinvest into the community. We believe uh, in the fund that if you can grow um, the gross national product, Um, through these businesses work, then of course, everyone benefits within our country. So as healthy as we all can make our individual communities, then everyone in that community benefits from that because there are so many ways that businesses connect and touch each other and opportunities uh, open up for others that may not necessarily even be um, Black businesses. As a result, of the growth of those businesses within a community. Right, they're certainly not siloed. Yes. Awesome, awesome, okay. Well, um, there was one last thing that I wanted to touch on, which I saw in the news release about the, the new fund. So there was a quote that said, the fund will prove that a large market opportunity has been neglected and that market opportunity is the increasing number of black owned small businesses. So how will the fund prove that that market has been neglected? So the fund is going to show the work that we all have already been doing for years. Uh, And I would use my organization as an example. So we've put out over $80 million in loans and we've never lost more than 4% in loan losses. So, and that is true of all of the members. So what we will be able to do through this fund is show the world Um, the in aggregate, our work, and that we're able to put this money out into the Black business community. And guess what? We're not going to lose our shirts and the impacts are going to be seen. And that is what supports that statement. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, one of my last questions for you here is where should Black-led businesses turn now that the the fund is launched? Uh, they should turn to any one of the seven um, uh, uh, member CDFIs and go in and make their case for a loan. And we are heavily concentrated in the Southeast, which where is which is where most Blacks are living today, but we're also up North as well. So just, you know, just go onto our websites. Um, many of us have online applications. Uh, you can email our staff from our websites, get in touch and make the request for the monies that you, you would like to borrow. Awesome. Okay. Well, I think that was it for everything I wanted to ask. So Inez, is there anything else you wanted to add in or mention? I would just like to add that uh, if anyone um, um, sees this um, podcast and they would like to be a participating uh, investor, whether it's grant funds or whether it's debt funds, please contact us. We would love for you 
to partner with us because guess what? Together, we can make a difference. We can make uh, our world, our country better. So let's do it together. Thank you so much, Kelly. Yeah, thank you, Ina, so much for your time. I greatly appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to Beyond the Skyline. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcasts. To learn more about finance and commerce, or to subscribe, go to our website, www.finance-commerce.com. I'm Joel Shetler, Editor of Finance and Commerce. Thank you again for listening to Beyond the Skyline.